PFF NFL Daily today discussing the Cleveland Browns with no Odell Beckham Jr. All of a sudden, the Browns are dominant once again, Sam. So the narrative continues. Baker Mayfield, the offense, everything's better. Without OBJ, we see that in the dominant win by the Browns over the Bengals yesterday. So what do you make of this? OBJ being gone and the Browns with a dominant win. Well, it's definitely time to stop fighting the idea that the Browns are not better without Odell Beckham Jr. Clearly they are. We don't know why necessarily, but you remove Odell Beckham from the lineup. It's just different. It just is, and it's better, and that's why they're moving on from him. Because even the Browns have decided, you know what? It isn't working. This this connection, you know, you add Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. together, and it should be a really good quarterback to receiver combination and it just hasn't been and it doesn't look like it's going to get there so Odell's on his way out um and we saw why in this game like you remove him from the the equation and Baker Mayfield goes back to being a significantly better quarterback and remember he's still dealing with a torn labrum in his shoulder like that didn't heal in the last week he's just better and you know he wasn't fantastic in this game but you saw a much more coherent quarterback performance from Baker Mayfield like this was a lot more like what we were expecting to see this year now that he isn't trying to connect with uh, OBJ yeah and he didn't have to drop back a ton you know the the Browns uh, you sent me a message at one point during the game like late third quarter hey they only have nine first downs um, it's not like the Browns were, I, I use the word dominant, like five times in the open. It wasn't like they just kept going first down after first down after first down. It was these big chunk plays, the bomb to Donovan Peoples-Jones, a 70-plus yarder or 70-yarder to Nick Chubb on the ground. There were some big plays in there from the Browns, but I think that's the key. For whatever reason, Baker Mayfield, the ability to spread the ball around, it's a different guy every single week without Odell Beckham Jr. And again, just to turn back the clock and what happened last year, Week seven, OBJ gets hurt, Baker Mayfield. We were on the cusp of saying, is it Case Keenum's team? Where are we going here? We're having those same conversations this year. And then all of a sudden, Baker Mayfield looks good. In a huge division game, the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, we should have a whole show on their disappointment because two weeks ago, they were the number one seed in the AFC. But this is a huge game. They've been a very good team. They've been a good, solid defense this year. And the Browns were just right back at it with, with a very good all-around performance offensively. And yeah, I think the evidence is completely mounted that, okay, no OBJ is, is good. Are you going to change your tune a little bit? Because we talked about with Baker in the shoulder and all that stuff. Maybe you can't really judge him all that much. Do you feel like, hey, we're going to get a good gauge for what he is based off what we saw today? Yeah, at one point, the Browns had nine first downs and 34 points on the board. Um, they were getting, you know, chunk plays, but they also had turnovers. You know, the, the was 100-yard, 99-yard pick six from Denzel Ward. Yeah, they that were, helped. Everything was helping. Um, but, well, I don't think that we're going... Like, Baker Mayfield isn't going to play better than the previous evidence um, with that torn shoulder, I don't think. He might play better than we thought he was going to play now that they've gotten rid of Odell Beckham and he is a better quarterback when he isn't there. But I think like a three quarters of a season with Baker Mayfield with a torn shoulder is unlikely to help his case with, you know, for that long-term Josh Allen style contract that he would have been shooting for heading into the season. You know, we expected Baker, May Baker Mayfield to have a career year this season. I, I don't think you're going to get that now. Today was pretty encouraging in terms of how well he can play, even with that injured shoulder, and potentially look a lot better than I thought he was going to 
um, when you know there was talk of, well, maybe Case Keenum's a better option at quarterback while May- Baker Mayfield is injured. So from that point of view, it might actually serve him well in the contract negotiations. If he can get somewhere close to his level last year and then be able to say, hey, and I did all this with a torn labrum in the shoulder, pay me. Um, you know, that can't hurt. But I, it's interesting, you know, just how much of a better quarterback he looked without him there. And, you know, at this point, people have sort of pivoted from like, arguing the toss about whether it's a thing at all, if Baker Mayfield is better or worse with OBJ in the lineup, to now trying to at least explain why it is that he's a worse quarterback when OBJ was there. And, you know, Beckham's father put out this Instagram post showing all the plays where he's open and Baker Mayfield's not going there with the ball. So people kind of, the the Browns have been fighting back with their PR explanation for it, you know? And they're like, well, remember, this is a timing offense. So simply being open at some point in the play does not necessarily mean you're doing your job if you're not open in the right spot at the right time for Baker Mayfield actually find you in his progression. I think, you know, there's some spin to that, but there's definitely truth to that as a concept. That's not spin though. That's football. That is literally football, right? It's not that OBJ is not doing his job or anything like that, but it is just, you know, we, we, you and I both hate this. Remember the, the Trent Richardson screenshot from years ago. I don't even know if our listeners are old enough to remember it. It was seven or eight years ago. Look at this big hole that Trent Richardson missed when it's like, if he, if he made that cut, which looks like it's a massive hole, Four guys are waiting to peel off their block to get him because that's the way football works. You can't take screenshots and then say, hey, look, you missed this. That's just what football is all about. I got another question to pose for you about OBJ in just a minute. But NFL fans, if you're hungry for a win this week, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, they got you covered because new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you do. You're going to win $200 in free bets. If Sportsbook isn't available yet in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can pay can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. And DraftKings is giving away all new customers a free shot at winning millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and you win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. One dollar wage required. One for customer restrictions. Apply to DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Here's my question, Sam. Given all this evidence of OBJ being actually a negative for the Browns offense, especially if you want to go all in with this week and the 24 more dropbacks in, this, in the favor of that idea, is there a team that's going to be afraid of adding OBJ? The talented guy, the guy who's a number one wide receiver, uh, from a talent standpoint, wins down the field, wins after the catch, has the ability to w- work the vertical route tree, all of that stuff. Does any of what happened in Cleveland give you pause that OBJ would help, say, the Packers or the Titans? Uh, that's not a good example. Or whatever team might pick him up, or a team <laughs> that might pick him up. We might, we're going to find out probably by the time this post if anybody claimed him on waivers. Yeah, I, I mean, there are probably teams that run similar offenses to the Browns who care more about the timing aspect than other offenses do. But there are plenty of teams out there that are perfectly prepared to just say, get the hell open and we will find you with the football. I mean, you think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs care the timing of when a guy is open in that offense? They are just going to find the open guy at some point, you know, maybe not so much the last few weeks, but they don't care. Like timing is not an issue for the Kansas City Chiefs offense. And there's plenty of offenses in the NFL that are far less interested in the idea of timing than the Browns certainly appear to have been if you buy in 
but to the fact that that was a leak directly to you know media to dispute all of the the stuff that was coming out by the way that that's not suggesting that like obj is running his routes in the wrong uh, you know at the wrong time or anything like that we have highlighted though there are times when his route is happening a little bit differently from when Baker's expecting it to unlock or to, to come open. And that's where they've they've thrown a lot, you know, had a lot of a lot of those miscommunications. The other comparison I have seen though is Stefan Diggs in this Kevin Stefanski system. Diggs wanted, you know, more targets. You know, Diggs, uh, uh Diggs and Thielen, right? They were probably the best tandem of wide receivers in the NFL for a one or two year period there. And when Stefanski was, you know, when it was a Stefanski-led offense, or he was the QB coach, yeah, there was a little bit of that where maybe Diggs wasn't getting fed as much as you would expect. He goes to Buffalo, he gets fed like crazy and dominates last year. So um, maybe there's a little bit of truth there. You get a team, you know, an offense that's running a few more just straight ISO routes, and you know, attacking with a number one true wide receiver rather than. You know, again, in any given week with the Browns, anybody can be the leading receiver. And that's just what that's what has made the Browns offense good over these last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that it may never have worked out long term, you know, Odell Beckham and the Browns, because there is probably a hard cap on how much production even a number one receiver can have within this offense. And that's ultimately what got Stefan Diggs out of Minnesota is as much as he was a really good receiver in that offense, he was like, look, I have... 50 more targets a year in me and if i get that i can still be productive and i can still help this offense but i'm just never going to get it here so let me go somewhere else and that's what happened there we just never got to that point with odell beckham like he wasn't even getting enough targets for him to feel frustrated with the cap of the targets he could get to it was just like this entire thing is not working you can't get me the ball i we're just not on the same page and ultimately he got fed up with it and wanted out um, and I think the Browns realized that it's just not working. There's something wrong with the alchemy here. The chemistry is not right. It's just it's just not something that's going to function going forward. So, yeah, maybe even if they had been using him right and he was kind of trapped in this Stephon Diggs world of like 100 targets and, um, you know, 1,000, 1,100 yards a season, he would have got frustrated and wanted out anyway because he wants more than that. But we never even reached that point. So by the time you listen to this, we might have more information as to where OBJ goes. But for now, I think what we've seen from the Cleveland Browns, the offense can do just fine without him wherever OBJ goes. I think we both agree it'll probably be better than what happened in Cleveland. But if we get more evidence that he makes an offense worse, hey, we can use that as well. It's the PFF NFL Daily.